It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. We all know it's coming and it's not going to be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you going to do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years and off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada, but it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds, is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, Saves you 10%. I am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, Write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me, because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a 
soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. Light. 
How do I believe in a concept where I speak to a man I've never seen with my own two eyes? How do I know that religion wasn't made just to separate the world and create a whole disguise just to keep us in these chains while the rich get richer and the poor pray to you and perpetuate a lie? How do I know this ain't some big joke? How can I have faith when there is no hope? How the hell does one man have a hundred billion dollars and we still have people on the street that are broke? There's a lot of things I want to talk about and get off my chest. I can't sleep because the devil won't let me rest. I used to know a fucking pastor in a church and I can still hear the screams of the kids even fucking molest. Dear God! Supposed to fear you, but you ain't said shit. So maybe it's you who actually fears me. I don't know the answer, I just wanna see it clearly. So many lies, a thousand different theories. All I wanna know is who really made religion. Cause I know it wasn't you, but don't nobody believe me. No more lies, no more death. Bring back King, bring back X. Please, dear God, let their souls rest. Protect who's left and watch their steps. Dear God, I don't wanna have to ask you again. I just hope that you know that I'm still a believer. So I'll end this all by saying amen. Good morning, friends. How's everyone doing? I am miserable. I barely drug myself out of bed for this, honestly. And it's, this was the second night in three days that I sweated through my sheets, my clothes, sweating out this fever. I am a hot mess, y'all. So I slept all day yesterday. I did the good book. And then I opened presents with the kids, which there weren't many. And then I went back to bed until we had to get up and go to my mom's for dinner. And then I slept on her couch until dinner was ready. And then we came home and I went straight to bed. This bug is killer, y'all. Well, I shouldn't say that. It's not killer. It's just so draining. Headache and body aches. My back is freaking killing me. And just severe exhaustion. And then a racking cough at the end. It doesn't help the back feel any better for sure. So I'm a hot mess, but I'm here. I can pray God makes me feel better. Because at this point, I feel like that's what it's going to take. So I hope everyone had a nice Christmas with friends and family. Enjoy it. Savor it. In 40 days. 40 days to prepare. Let's get to it. First on the list is healing. So I were listening to 432 today. Whole body regeneration, alpha waves, waves heal the body, mind, and spirit. Because I need that. Anyway, before we get started, let's uh, listen to Brother Matt's message from September 27th. Oh, sorry, it's hard for me to lean forward. Thank you. 
Well, hey, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt back with you with another message from the Lord. Uh, this is a message that the Lord gave me uh, early this morning, September 27th, 2023. Uh, if you're new to my channel, I encourage you to check out the other videos I've been posting here. You can see the things that the Lord has been giving me, which I've been sharing here. As always, I'm grateful for everybody who likes these videos and subs has subscribed to this channel, makes comments, and especially for those of you that share. Um, but for now, I'm going to read to you what the Lord gave me on September 27th, 2023. I, the Lord, the great God, the maker of heaven and earth, I who am called the wonderful counselor, the living God, the everlasting father, I am he who calls you. I will put my words into your mouth. Therefore, speak all that I have given to you. My own counsel will I keep regarding dates and times and seasons. I have set an hour and fixed a day. Therefore, be faithful. Keep your watch and look for me, for I am coming soon, just as I have said. The stranger among you shall hear good news, and the foreigner among you shall lift up holy hands to worship me the Holy One of Israel. My name shall be declared on the lips of the children, and even the lips of babes shall speak my wisdom. Repent and return to me, O peoples, while there is yet time, before the hand of judgment is upon you. I will not abide with the wickedness of man much longer. My justice will blow like a mighty wind from the east. And like a powerful rushing wave, I will come to cleanse the earth of wickedness and sin. Gather those who are yours. Set your watch and look for me. I am the flame that is not quenched. I am the light of the world. In me is no darkness, for the darkness is overcome by my light. No one can withstand the light of my gaze. The things that men seek to hide in the darkness cannot hide from the light of my gaze. On the day of my coming, all things will be revealed by the light. Do not resist me, O peoples, but rather turn to me. For in me is hope and abundant grace to cover your sins, to cover your shame. I will be your covering. I will be your hope, your salvation, the salvation of all who dwell in the shadow of my wing. I am he whose blood was shed for you on the cross. My body was broken for you. I became as a scapegoat to take your place. I came to be a sacrifice for you. I who am called the Lamb of God the anointed one, Jesus, the Nazarene, born of a virgin, buried in a tomb, risen from the dead, ascended into heaven. I am he who is soon coming with my great host, the only fit judge, the righteous one. I am he who overcomes. I am deliverer. I am redeemer. Your hope and salvation. 
Therefore, believe on me and be saved from this wicked generation. Return to me, O peoples, O children. Return while there is yet time. See how I have loved you. See how I have set my messengers before you. Listen, all you who have ears to hear. Look, all you who have eyes to see. Turn to me, all you stubborn-hearted. Oh, you stiff-necked men. If only you would return, I would heal you of your iniquity. I would give you a new heart. I would put a new song in your mouth, a song of praise to the everlasting Father. I would set your feet on solid ground that you would not be shaken on the day of shaking. But if you refuse to hear, to see, if you turn your feet and run from me, if you think you can hide in the darkness to escape my gaze, then for you is only the hand of judgment and the sword of my swift justice. I, the Lord, have spoken. Listen to me and heed my word, you who are wise. That's the word uh, the Lord gave me on September 27, 2023. Brothers and sisters, I pray for you as always that you would be blessed and that the Lord would lead you and direct you as to how you should respond to his word. And uh, as always, I pray that you would ask the Holy Spirit to give you discernment and wisdom and that you would hold on to what is good uh, in accordance with what the scripture says in First Thessalonians. So brothers and sisters, be blessed and uh, I'll see you next time. Thank you, Brother Matt. Speaking of messengers, I had a long conversation with Gabriel on Friday night, and I made notes afterwards because I was already starting to feel sick and I did not trust myself to remember everything appropriately. So here we go. Sorry. Mode is back. The plagues will come first and last four years. I don't know if that's the number four or the preposition four. I was just told they would last four years. Pestilence, locusts, frogs, things we cannot even imagine. Wars too. And I think they'll run concurrent with the plagues and uncivil war. World war, nuclear war, and a war against the machines. Remember in the movie, the original movie, Skynet went active April 24th. Mick is not the only one that Gabriel speaks to, although he only tells Mick and sometimes me the gory details. But no one's worried, except me, us. No one's worried. It's not good. It's too late for us. There's no turning back now from our fate. We spoke about free will. God gave us alone free will because he loves us best. He wanted that love returned freely. All he asked was that we not forget him. And we have. So while he still loves us best, we deserve everything that's coming to us. We're about to learn what tough love really is. You thought maybe you had an aunt or a grandma that dished out some tough love? Yeah, no. He ain't seen it yet. It's coming. 
The first trumpet will sound on Jesus's real birthday and the veil will lift a bit. It will lift a bit more with every trumpet. Stand still. Don't look back. Remember Lot's wife. Do not panic. Do not scurry. Are you familiar with the Greek Valkyrie? They misrepresented them a bit. The Valkyrie are actually women with wings with the lower body of a horse. Fierce warriors, the fiercest. You don't want to fight them alone. When the veil parts the first time, we'll see. They bring the plagues with them. Each time a trumpet sounds, the veil will lift a little more. And each time we will see things currently beyond our comprehension. I hope you're ready. Last night, you know this, the Christmas saying, every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Yeah, there might be something to that. I was told that the judges got their nubs yesterday. The start of their wings. They're the last. So. And the other thing I wanted to bring to your attention, this is kind of, I don't know. I wouldn't call it crazy. What's crazy anymore, honestly? I'm telling y'all that you're about to see Winged women with the bottoms of a body of a horse come swoop down on you and try and kill you. And then I'm going to read you this tweet and say, it's kind of crazy. No, it's not. I can find it. Someone put out that, uh, oh, there it is. Okay. Said, who else has been noting, noticing physical changes in their body and image since 2020? For this guy. A guy. Uh, and obviously he's over in the UK. He said, for me, I lost 35 kilograms. It's about 70 pounds. Same amount I lost. My hair has gotten much lighter. My kid just commented the other day. How much lighter my hair has gotten. He said, everyone keeps telling me that I've grown and I'm now taller. His eye color has changed. He says, I now have one blue eye and one green eye. And then there's all the internal changes that have occurred. Changes in perception, energetic connections, synchronicities, more energy, etc. It's definitely an incredible time to be alive. And then tons of people commented on here. Same thing. This one said, my hair is different from brown, thick, wavy, curly, and usually frizzy, because she lives in the tropics, to a lighter blonde, zero frizz, very fine, very straight, extremely soft. No hair product or dietary change. Her stylist said she'd never seen anything like it. Skin softer too. My skin softer too. Um, you all know what's going on with me. I said I've lost 70 pounds. My hair has also grown and is much lighter. My skin has changed. My wrinkles are almost gone. My skin is softer. People keep telling me how I look a lot younger. My scars have disappeared. My blood type spontaneously changed with no transfusion. I no longer burn or blister when I hit something hot. And I work with wood burning tools with the electroculture. So I was constantly burning myself. We are being prepared for what's to come. Literally tons of people. And then someone asked, are you a Christian? 
in the comments, I wonder, are they Christians? Yes. Yes. Someone else asked, any of you are noticing a difference? Get the V jab. No. Everyone said no. God has told us that when the day comes, when we come to his new kingdom that he's prepared for us, that we'll get new bodies, that we'll be clothed in linen robes. The new bodies are already happening. And then the other reason I know that it's really close. We are, we can now only drink wine as far as alcohol goes, which I don't drink much, y'all, you know that. But my mom made eggnog last night and it tasted like freaking paint thinner. I was so mad. It tasted like paint thinner. When Mick drinks beer now, it tastes like battery acid. No more beer or hard booze for us. Only wine. Apparently we are to be sober for the parting of the veil. It really sucks. Darling, you get in line for a new body right here, darling. Start praying. Listen to God with ears to hear. Look for your signs with eyes to see. Find your path. It is plainly obvious for you if you know how to look and where to look. Ask a question. Listen for the answer. Dedicate your soul to God, to preparing for his return. Then you get a new body. So let's pray. Dear God, please help me heal. Please give me strength and energy so I can actually do something to prepare for your return instead of wallowing in my misery of illness. I hate wallowing. Thank you, God, for showing us your signs. for setting us on your path towards you, keeping us on the straight and narrow as it were. Do not look to the right or to the left. Stay focused on our goal, the return of the Lord, supportive. Although I sure wish someone would do the dishes. Thank you for our friends. Who are on this path with us. Thank you for our animals who show us every day what it is to live for you alone. Thank you for my animals who have been so excellent in my illness. They haven't left my side. Except when I had to go to my mom's yesterday, they've stayed by me and kept me warm and safe. Thank you, God, for discernment, 
for giving us the ears to hear your truths and the eyes to see your signs. But most of all, God, thank you for life. Every single day, thank you for life. One of our friends came over the other day. She commented on how no one seems to be in the Christmas spirit. She said, maybe it's because we all know the truth. We're starting to feel deep down that this isn't Christmas. That it's all fake. This wasn't actually Jesus' birthday. We celebrated it. But it wasn't his birthday. It's okay. We will find out soon enough when that day is. So. Yesterday. Yesterday we finished the second book of Samuel. And now we are moving on to the first book of Kings. So let's see how far I can get through this. The first book of Kings. Now King David was old and stricken in years. And they covered him with clothes, but he got no heat. Wherefore his servant said unto him, Let there be sought for my lord the king a young virgin, and let her stand before the king, and let her cherish him, and let her lie in thy bosom, that my lord the king may get heat. So they sought for a fair damsel throughout all the coasts of Israel, and found Abishag, a Shumanite, and brought her to the king. And the damsel was very fair, and cherished the king, and ministered to him, but the king knew her not. And then Adonijah, the son of Haggith, exalted himself, saying, I will be king. And he prepared him chariots and horsemen and 50 men to run before him. And his father had not displeased him at any time in saying, Why hast thou done so? And he also was a very goodly man, and his mother bare after him Absalom. And he conferred with Joab, the son of Zeruiah, and Ab with Abathar, the priest. And they, following Adonijah, helped him. But Zadok the priest, and Beniah the son of Jehodiah, and Nathan the prophet, and Shimei, and Ray, and the mighty men which belonged to David, were not with Adonijah. And Adonijah slew sheep and oxen and fat cattle by the stone of Zoheleth, which is by Angrogel, and called after his brethren the king's son, and all the men of Judah the king's servants. But Nathan the prophet, and Beniah, and the mighty men, and Solomon his brother, he called not. Wherefore Nathan spake unto Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, saying, Hast thou not heard that Adonijah the son of Haggith doth reign, and David our Lord knoweth it not? Now therefore come, let me, I pray thee, give thee counsel, that thou mayest save thine own life, and the life of thy son Solomon. Go and get thee in unto King David, and say unto him, 
Didst not thou, my Lord, O King, swear unto thine handmaid, saying, Assuredly, Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne? Why then doth Adonijah reign? Behold, while thou yet talkest there with the king, I will also come in after thee and confirm thy words. And Bathsheba went in unto the king into the chamber, and the king was very old. And Abishag the Shumanite ministered unto the king. And Bathsheba bowed and did obeisance unto the king. And the king said, What wouldest thou? And she said unto him, My lord, thou swearest by the Lord thy God unto thine handmaid, saying, Assuredly Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne. And now, behold, Adonijah reigneth, and now, my lord the king, thou knowest it not. And he hath slain oxen and fat cattle and sheep in abundance, and hath called all the sons of the king, and Abathar the priest, and Joab the captain of the host. But Solomon thy servant hath he not called. And thou, my lord, O king, the eyes of all Israel are upon thee, that thou shouldest tell them who sat on the throne of my lord the king after him. Otherwise it shall come to pass, when my lord the king shall sleep with his fathers, that I and my Solomon shall be counted offenders. And lo, while she yet talked with the king, Nathan the prophet also came in. And they told the king, saying, Behold, Nathan the prophet. And when he was come in before the king, he bowed himself before the king with his face to the ground. And Nathan said, My lord, O king, hast thou said, Adonijah shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne? For he has gone down this day, and hath slain oxen, and fat cattle, and sheep in abundance, and hath called all the king's sons, and the captains of the host, and Abathar the priest, and behold, they eat and drink before him, and say, God save king Adonijah. But me... Even me, thy servant, and Zadok the priest, and Benaiah the son of Jehodiah, and thy servant Solomon, hath he not called? Is this thing done by my lord the king, that thou hast not showed it unto thy servant, who should sit on the throne of my lord the king after him? Then king David answered and said, Call me Bathsheba. And she came into the king's presence and stood before the king. And the king sware and said, as the Lord liveth, that hath redeemed my soul out of all distress, even as I swear unto thee by the Lord God of Israel, saying, Assuredly, Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne in my stead. Even so will I certainly do this day. Then Bathsheba bowed with her face to the earth and did reverence to the king and said, Let my Lord King David live forever. And the king David said, Call me Zadok the priest, and Nathan the prophet, and Benia the son of Jehudiah. And they came before the king. The king also said unto them, Take with you the servants of your lord, and cause Solomon my son to ride upon mine own mule, and bring him down to Gibeon, to Gihon. And let Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet anoint him there, king over Israel. And blow ye with the trumpet, and say, God save King Solomon. Then ye shall come up after him, 
that he may come and sit upon my throne, for he shall be king in my stead, and I have appointed him to be ruler over Israel and over Judah. And Benaiah, the son of Jehodiah, answered the king and said, Amen. The Lord God of my lord the king say so too. As the Lord hath been with my lord the king, even so be he with Solomon, and make his throne greater than the throne of my lord king David. So Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet and Benaiah the son of Jehodiah and the Cherethites and the Pelethites went down and caused Solomon to ride upon King David's mule and brought him to Gihon. And Zadok the priest took an horn of oil out of the tabernacle and anointed Solomon. And they blew the trumpet and all the people said, God save King Solomon. And all the people came up after him, and the people piped with pipes and rejoiced with great joy, so that the earth rent with the sound of them. And Adonijah and all the guests that were with him heard it as they had made an end of eating. And when Joab heard the sound of the trumpet, he said, Wherefore is this noise of the city being in an uproar? And while he yet spake, behold, Jonathan, the son of Abathar the priest, came. And Adonijah said unto him, Come in. For thou art a valiant man, and bringest good tidings. And Jonathan answered and said to Adonijah, Verily our lord King David hath made Solomon king, and the king hath sent with him Zadok the priest, and Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah the son of Jehodiah, and the Cherethites and the Pelethites, and they have caused him to ride upon the king's mule. And Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet have anointed him king in Gihon, and they are come up from thence rejoicing, so that the city rang again. This is the noise that ye have heard. And also Solomon sitteth on the throne of the kingdom. And moreover the king's servants came to bless our lord king David, saying, God make the name of Solomon better than thy name, and make his throne greater than thy throne. And the king bowed himself upon the bed. And also thus said the king, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, which hath given one to sit on my throne this day, mine eyes even seeing it. And all the guests that were with Adonijah were afraid, and rose up, and went every man to his way. And Adonijah feared because of Solomon, and arose and went, and caught hold on the horns of the altar. And it was told Solomon, saying, Behold, Adonijah feareth King Solomon, for lo, he hath caught hold on the horns on the altar, saying, Let King Solomon swear unto me today that he will not slay his servant with the sword. And Solomon said, If he will show himself a worthy man, there shall not an hair of him fall to the earth. But if wickedness shall be found in him, he shall die. So King Solomon sent, and they brought him down from the altar. And he came and bowed himself to King Solomon. And Solomon said unto him, Go to thine house. Chapter 2 Now the days of David drew nigh that he should die. And he charged Solomon his son, saying, I go the way of all the earth. Be thou strong, therefore, and show thyself a man, and keep the charge of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgments and his testimonies, 
as it is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest, and whithersoever thou turnest thyself, that the Lord may continue his word, which he spake concerning me, saying, If thy children take heed to their way, to walk before me in truth with all their heart and with all their soul, there shall not fail thee, said he, a man on the throne of Israel. Moreover, thou knowest also what Joab, the son of Zeruiah, did to me, and what he did to the two captains of the hosts of Israel, unto Abner, the son of Ner, and unto Amasa, the son of Jether, whom he slew, and shed the blood of war in peace, and put the blood of war upon his girdle that was about his loins, and in his shoes that were on his feet. Do therefore according to thy wisdom, and do not let his whorehead go down to the grave in peace. But show kindness unto the sons of Berzilia, the Giladite, and let them be of those that eat at thy table. For so they came to me when I fled because of Absalom thy brother. And behold, thou hast with thee Shimeon the son of Gera, a Benjamite of Bahurim, which cursed me with a grievous curse in the day when I went to Manaheim. But he came down to meet me at Jordan, and I swear to him by the Lord, saying, I will not put thee to death with the sword. Now therefore hold him not guiltless, for thou art a wise man, and knowest what thou oughtest to do to him. But his whorehead bring thou down to the grave with blood. So David slept with his fathers, and was buried in the city of David. And the days that David reigned over Israel were 40 years. Seven years reigned he in Hebron, and 30 and three years reigned he in Jerusalem. Then sat Solomon upon the throne of David his father, and his kingdom was established greatly. And Adonijah, the son of Haggith, came to Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon. And she said, Comest thou peaceably? And he said, Peaceably. He said, Moreover, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And she said, Say on. And he said, Thou knowest that the kingdom was mine, and that all Israel set their faces on me, that I should reign. Howbeit the kingdom is turned about, and has become my brother's, for it was his from the Lord. And now I ask one petition of thee, deny me not. And she said unto him, Say on. And he said, Speak, I pray thee, unto Solomon the king, for he will not say thee nay, that he give me Abishag the Shumamite to wife. And Bathsheba said, Well, I will speak for thee unto the king. Bathsheba therefore went unto King Solomon to speak unto him for Adonijah. And the king rose up to meet her and bowed himself unto her and sat down on his throne and caused a seat to be set for the king's mother. And she sat on his right hand. Then she said, I desire one small petition of thee. I pray thee, say me not. And the king said unto her, Ask on my mother, for I will not say thee nay. And she said, Let Abishag the Shumanite be given to Adonijah thy brother to wife. And King Solomon answered and said unto his mother, And why dost thou think Abishag the Shumanite for Adonijah? Ask for him the kingdom also, for he is mine elder brother, even for him, and for Abathar the priest, and for Joab the son of Zeruzia. Then King Solomon swear by the Lord, saying, 
God do so to me, and more also, if Adonijah have not spoken this word against his own life. Now therefore, as the Lord liveth, which hath established me, and sent me on the throne of David my father, and who hath made me in house as he promised, Adonijah shall be put to death this day. And King Solomon sent by the hand of Benaiah the son of Jehodiah, and he fell upon him that he died. And unto Abathar the priest said the king, Get thee to Anathoth, unto thine own fields, for thou art worthy of death. But I will not at this time put thee to death, because thou bearest the ark of the Lord God before David my father, and because thou hast been afflicted in all wherein my father was afflicted. So Solomon thrust out Abathar from being priest unto the Lord, that he might fulfill the, the word of the Lord, which is spake concerning the house of Eli and Shiloh. Then tidings came to Joab, for Joab had turned after Adonijah, though he turned not after Absalom. And Joab fled unto the tabernacle of the Lord and caught hold on the horns of the altar. And it was told King Solomon that Joab was fled unto the tabernacle of the Lord, and behold, he is by the altar. Then Solomon sent Benaiah the son of Jehodiah, saying, Go, fall upon him. And Benaiah came to the tabernacle of the Lord, and said unto him, Thus saith the king, Come forth. And he said, Nay, but I will die here. And Benaiah brought the king word again, saying, Thus said Joab, and thus he answered me. And the king said unto him, Do as he hath said, and fall upon him, and bury him, that thou mayest take away the innocent blood which Joab shed from me and from the house of my father. And the Lord shall return his blood upon his own head, who fell upon two men more righteous and better than he, and slew them with the sword, my father David, not knowing thereof, to wit, Abner the son of Ner, captain of the host of Israel, and Amasa the son of Jether, captain of the host of Judah. Their blood shall therefore return upon the head of Joab and upon the head of his seed forever. But upon David and upon his seed and upon his house and upon his throne shall there be peace forever from the Lord. So Benaiah the son of Jehodiah went up and fell upon him and slew him, and he was buried in his own house in the wilderness. And the king put Benaiah the son of Jehodiah in his room over the host, and Zadok the priest did the king put in the room of Abathar. And the king sent and called for Shimei and said unto him, Build thee a house in Jerusalem, and dwell there, and go not forth thence any whither. For it shall be that on the day thou goest out and passest over the brook Kidron, thou shalt know for certain that thou shalt surely die. Thy blood shall be upon thine own head. And Shimei said unto the king, The saying is good. As my lord the king hath said, so will thy servant do. And Shimei dwelt in Jerusalem many days. And it came to pass at the end of three years that two of the servants of Shimei ran away unto Achish, the son of Mahach, the king of Gath. And they told Shimei, saying, Behold, thy servants be in Gath. And Shimei arose and saddled his ass and went to Gath to Achish to seek his servants. And Shimei went and brought his servants from Gath. And it was told Solomon that Shimei had gone from Jerusalem to Gath and was come again. And the king sent and called for Shimei and said unto him, Did I not make thee swear 
to swear by the Lord and protested unto thee, saying, No, for certain, on the day thou goest out and walkest abroad any whither, that thou shalt surely die? And thou saidest unto me, The word I have heard is good. Why then hast thou not kept the oath of the Lord and the commandment that I have charged thee with? The king said moreover to Shimei, Thou knowest all the wickedness which thine heart is privy to, that thou didst to David my father. Therefore the Lord shall return thy wickedness upon thine own head. And King Solomon shall be blessed, and the throne of David shall be established before the Lord forever. So the king commanded Benia the son of Jehodiah, which went out and fell upon him, that he died. And the kingdom was established in the hand of Solomon. Chapter 3. And Solomon made affinity with Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and took Pharaoh's daughter and brought her into the city of David until he had made an end of building his own house and the house of the Lord and the wall of Jerusalem round about. Only the people sacrificed in high places because there was no house built unto the name of the Lord until those days. And Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of David his father. Only he sacrificed and burnt incense in high places. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. A thousand burnt offerings did Solomon offer upon that altar. In Gibeon the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said, Thou hast shown unto thy servant David my father great mercy, according as he walked before thee in truth, and in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart with thee. And thou hast kept for him this great kindness, that thou hast given him a son to sit on his throne, as it is this day. And now, O Lord my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David my father, and I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. And thy servant is in the midst of thy people, which thou hast chosen, a great people, that cannot be numbered nor counted for multitude. Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this, thy so great a people? And the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. And God said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing, and hast not asked for thyself long life, neither hast asked riches for thyself, nor hast asked the life of thine enemies, but hast asked for thyself understanding to discern judgment. Behold, I have done according to thy words. Lo, I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart, so that there was none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. And I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked, both riches and honor, so that there shall not be any among the kings like unto thee all thy days. And if thou wilt walk in my ways, to keep my statutes and my commandments, as thy father David did walk, then I will lengthen thy days. And Solomon awoke, and behold, it was a dream. And he came to Jerusalem and stood before the ark of the covenant of the Lord, and offered up burnt offerings, and offered peace offerings, and made a feast to all his servants. Then came there two women 
that were harlots onto the king and stood before him. And the one woman said, Oh, my Lord, I and this woman dwell in one house. And I was delivered of a child with her in the house. And it came to pass the third day that after I was delivered, that this woman was delivered also. And we were together. There was no stranger with us in the house, save we two in the house. And this woman's child died in the night because she overlaid it. And she arose at midnight and took my son from beside me while thine handmaid slept and laid it in her bosom and laid her dead child in my bosom. And when I rose in the morning to give my child suck, behold, it was dead. But when I had considered it in the morning, behold, it was not my son, which I did bear. And the other woman said, nay, but the living is my son and the dead is thy son. And this said, no, but the dead is thy son and the living is my son. Thus they spake before the king. Then the king said, The one saith, This is my son that liveth, and thy son is dead. And the other saith, Nay, but thy son is the dead, and my son is the living. And the king said, Bring me a sword. And they brought a sword before the king. And the king said, Divide the living child in two, and give half to the one and half to the other. Then spake the woman whose the living child was unto the king. For her bowels yearned upon her son, and she said, O oh my Lord, give her the living child, and in no wise slay it. But the other said, Let it be neither mine nor thine, but divide it. Then the king answered and said, Give her the living child, and in no wise slay it. She is the mother thereof. And all Israel heard of the judgment which the king had judged, and they feared the king, for they saw that the wisdom of God was in him to do judgment. I'm going to finish up there for today because that is all the energy I have in me this morning and I need to go back to bed. So I pray that the Lord keep you all safe in the shadow of his wing until he returns for us. I think Liana's coming up next. I don't, I haven't seen her this morning, so I have no idea, but I hope so because she'll get us through the day. Otherwise, Mick and I will be back tonight at 545. We will definitely be here. I took last night off. That was all I could do. We will be here tonight. And uh, until then. Thank you all for watching. And uh, I'll see you all on the flip side. Have a wonderful day. We are both right now drinking our Cardi Miracle, which is, uh, and we both prefer it with a little bit more water. So. And I'm almost done with mine, but this was full. It was full. Um, and it's one scoop twice a day in distilled water. It is important to put it in distilled water. I put mine in spring water. Spring water will work too. Don't use I just not tap water. water. I it defeats the water. whole purpose. Really I like mine. And I, I actually, when I get about halfway through this, yeah, I add more, more water to it and I drink it all day. Um, it's literally every vitamin and mineral that you need at even more than what the you know government recommends. Right. And your body just anyway. expels what you don't need. Your yeah. body will not absorb it. It's like once it reaches the limit, you'll find that you go pee more. Right. Mm -hmm. What were your symptoms before? Oh, I was I would get short of breath going from the kitchen to my bedroom. I was working from home eight hours a day and I there were many 
many days that I did not make it through a whole shift because I was dizzy, I was nauseous, I was shorter, like shorter breath to the point, which is what I think was causing my dizziness because I wasn't getting enough oxygen. I felt terrible, like almost all the time. And I went through that for about a year before mm -hmm. we started doing this cardio miracle in February. And it really has made a difference. And it's hey, every there. day. Seriously, start really, your day. What it is. It's like really, start your really day have with to. Cardio Miracle. Go to defiantmiracle.com. It's our affiliate link. Use promo code Defiant. If you sign up for the subscribe and save, then you get oh, that's so helpful. An additional to order it. Yeah, ten percent off, and then they just send it to you every month. All right. So uh, Cardio Miracle, get yes. yours today. Defiantmiracle.com. Promo code Defiant. Good morning, everyone. How are y'all doing today? I'm rough. I honestly wasn't sure I was going to make it. Mick has come down with the crud. So I was up with him all night. Um, it was rough. I'll tell you. Starts with that racking cough. If you get this crud, it's going around. Starts with a racking cough. And I mean so deep. Such a deep racking cough. I thought Mick's ribs were going to break. Honestly, he's coughing so hard. And uh, like makes your back hurt. And then two o'clock this morning, you know, I was barely sleeping. Anyway, Mick was asleep. Matt, uh, he was coughing. And then he went, he was asleep. And then all of a sudden, he sat up and he looked over at me, but it wasn't him. And he said, you need to get him up right now and get him in the shower. He is overheating really badly. He cannot control his body temperature. You need to get him up and get him in the shower right now. And he said, this is Gabriel. This isn't him. Wake him up right now and get him in the shower. I was like, okay. I tell you, if I hadn't already been well convinced, that was it. That would have done it. So then he fell back down and he was sound asleep and it took me a minute to wake him up and he had no idea why I was forcing him to get up and get him in the shower. And he was like, how long do I have to stay in here until you stop shivering? Until he was able to regulate his body temperature and then, you know, dried him off, put him in a warm robe, put him under the covers and he actually, he slept a lot easier after that. He actually slept the night. I didn't, but he did. I figured out what screwed up my sciatica. Dear Annie, such a sweet dog, has to drape herself across my legs when I sleep, no matter what position I'm in. Whatever it did, it fucked my back. Anyway, so I'm done whining now. We're listening to 999 Hertz, the most powerful frequency in the world. You will hear, feel God within you, healing all. I can only pray that happens. Because uh, we could use some healing around here right now. So the dogs haven't been walked in three days. They uh, expressed their displeasure by shitting and pissing all over my kitchen. Wonderful. So I have to clean that up after this. And uh, yeah, it's been a rough week. 
I have to say, I highly doubt we will do a Patriot Party podcast tonight. Because Mick this morning, he was like, I don't even know how you're doing this. I feel like I got run over by a Mack truck. I doubt he'll be up for the podcast tonight. I barely made it through yesterday. So, just to let you know. But we are going to read the Bible this morning. Because it's important. Before we get there, though, I want to share. I kind of snuck this in last night to the Patriot Party podcast, but I don't know uh, if you all caught what this was. This was from Muriel. And Latanya, unfortunately, um, you were in my dream last night. Or the night before. Sorry, y'all. Sorry. I know that was so random. It just came back to me. Um, and that wasn't unfortunate at all. If you remember a few a few weeks ago, I said that I'd stopped dreaming a long time ago. And I was hoping that they would come back. And they have since I said that. Anyway, you were in my dream last night, LaTanya. Um because you told me like three times, I am LaTanya. Unfortunately, I don't have a bathtub. I only have a shower. The kids have a bathtub, but I'm not about to go lay in there. So it's all good. Anyway, this was from Muriel um, yesterday. Yesterday. The plagues will be covered up by lies in their agenda of climate change. When they fail, they will turn men against God and blame him for what they have caused themselves. They will disregard all of God's actions as something that is natural, and all their evil doings will be blamed on God. Stand firm, disregard their lies, and trust in the Lord. So... We know the plagues are coming. We know the pestilence is already here. More and more plagues. Until the wars, or maybe concurrent with the wars. So. Love you too, LaTanya. I can't wait until we meet in person. Not just in my dreams. Oh, look at this. Brother Matt has a new message for us. I opened it up and there it was. So let's listen to that before we start reading the Bible this morning. Let's see what dear Brother Matt has to say. Hey, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt back with another message from the Lord. The message I'm going to read to you today is from December 25th, 2023, from late on Christmas night. You may have seen I posted a little video yesterday with uh, just a little encouragement and a reading from an older video. But after that, when I went to bed, um, the Lord gave me another message to share. So uh, in a few minutes, I'll share that. And um, sorry, I sound, uh, got a little bit of a cold. Um, you know, after the Lord gave me the first message last night, I, I slept a little bit, maybe 30, 45 minutes, and then 
woke up again and just immediately in the spirit and um, and the Lord gave me a vision and some more words. So I'm going to share all of that today. Um, so maybe a little bit longer than normal, um, but um, but it's his message. He told me to declare it. And so I need to be faithful to get it out. So um, even though I spent most of the day in bed, I, I climbed out and tried to transcribe everything. And so now I'm I'm in the car where it's nice and quiet and uh, I'm gonna read it to you. So uh, grateful for all of you guys on the channel. I want you to know that I do see your prayer requests. Many people have reached out um, with specific prayer requests. Um, I do pray for you and I know other people on the channel pray for you too. Let's continue to support each other in that way. You can put your prayer requests in the comment section or you, you're welcome to write me directly. I've been a little bit slow in responding the last couple of days with the holiday and and um, and kind of dealing with this cold. So um, hopefully I'll get back to normal in a few days. So um, brothers and sisters, uh, let's just go ahead and get started. This is what the Lord says, December 25th, 2023. He who is called the Holy One of Israel, he who is called the Nazarene, he who is called the Prince of Peace, Emmanuel, God who is with you. He who was born of the Virgin, the Word, who took on flesh and dwelt among you. He who is called the Rod of Jesse, who was born in the city of David and who sits on the throne of David, the Messiah, Son of Man, Son of God, Jesus, the Anointed One, he who was and who is and who is coming soon. I am he who speaks to you. For I will not be silent, for I am the God who still speaks. Therefore, O people, O men, O nations, turn your ear, bend your knee, heed my word. Tell my people, my winnowing fork is in my hand, with which I shall separate out the wheat from the chaff. My wheat shall be bundled up and set aside for me. But the chaff has been reserved for fire. Blessed are those who have longed to see my day, for they shall see. Blessed are those who have persevered through many trials, for they shall be rewarded. Blessed are you who are weary, for I shall give you rest. Blessed are you who call on my name, for surely I have heard from heaven, and I will come down to you. Blessed are you who overcome in my name, for yours is the victory. Blessed are you who resist the evil one, for you will stand on that day. Blessed are you who long for the day of the Lord, for you shall soon be satisfied. Your faith shall be made sight. You will see those things that the ancients of old 
could only long to see. For you shall see my victory. Tell my people, I have reserved a place for you at my father's table. Soon the call shall resound, for the bridegroom is coming. Therefore prepare yourselves and watch for me, for I am surely coming soon. I am coming back for what is mine, for my remnant, for the people marked with my seal, my sheep who know my name, and answer when I call. Watch for me, O my people. Look for my sign. Listen to me, O you nations, you peoples of the earth. Though you long for peace, there will be no peace apart from me. The sword is in my hand, and with it I shall ride forth to conquer and subdue all those nations who would defy me, all those who would lift their chins and turn their faces against me. I will silence the rebel and even those stiff-necked people shall bend their knee to me. I will rule them with a rod of iron for none shall resist me. I am he who is called the Lion of Judah I am he who is called the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Turn your ear to me, O you who are wise, and call upon my name while there is yet time for you. I have offered you an outstretched hand. I have set my witnesses ever before you. I have given you my word. I have given you my prophets. Return to me. Repent and be reconciled. Even now, my arms are open to you. To receive you. To restore you. To renew you. If only you would come to me. But even now, you will resist. Even now you would turn your face from me. You would harden your heart. You would cover your ears. You would cling to the darkness, hoping to hide yourself from me. O oh, foolish man, do you not know that there are none who can hide from my gaze, from the light of my face? I would that you would walk in the light as I am in the light, that you might have fellowship with me, but you have chosen fellowship with darkness. And so to the outer darkness, you shall be reserved. Tell my children, wait with me only a little while longer. Be strong and courageous, for the days of the sword 
are upon you. I will not lose any who are mine, for none shall take them out of my hand. But you must stand firm. Take on the armor I have given to you. Take up your shield. Take up my sword that you may resist in the evil day. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. For I will be with you even unto the end of this age. Soon you will meet me on the day of my coming. For I am calling forth my armies even now. Array yourselves, O my children, for the battle is at hand. Soon the trumpet will sound. Soon comes the day. Do not hold back. Set your feet to my path and follow after me. We are marching on to war. I, the Lord, have spoken. The Lord of hosts who captains the armies of heaven. My sword is in my hand, and I soon shall ride forth to victory. Declare this word to them, O servant of the Lord, and do not hold it back. I am calling forth my armies to battle, for the day of battle is upon you. But remember, I have already won the victory. I, the Lord, have spoken. Declare all that I give to you. Fearlessly make it known. Okay, so brothers and sisters, that is the word uh, that was given on December 25th. And after this, I went to sleep for a little while. And um, and then I woke up and um, just immediately filled with the spirit. And, um, and the Lord began to give me a vision. So I'm just going to read you what, uh, what I saw and try to describe what I saw. And then there are a few times where the Lord gave additional words. So... Um, I saw two jets, military jets flying in formation together, uh, flying over a city and there were explosions, um, in the city. I'm not sure what city it is. Um, I got the feeling maybe the jets were like surveying something at first, uh, that they had come from an aircraft carrier nearby. And then I saw... Uh, a battleship again. I've seen this battleship a few different times, but I saw the battleship again and, and the guns and, you know, shots being fired through these big guns firing onto land. Um, I heard something then about a retaliatory strike. And then um, this thing about arrows from the sky and I saw a patch like on um, the pilot's flight suit and it looked like arrows. Um, they were wearing black uniforms, flight uniforms or dark blue uniforms. Um, and I just kept trying to describe something like sky arrows and the word phalanx also came to me then. So um, I see these jets are firing on the city. They're shooting um, at something on the ground, a target on the ground. And I could see like the bullet trail or whatever smoke as, as their weapons hit the ground. I think they were firing on people. 
And at first I wasn't sure if this was something being done out of cruelty or if they were fulfilling some sort of military objective, trying to hit a target. But I had the feeling that this was something that was done out of cruelty, that they were just flying over the city and shooting at people who were on the street, people that were running from whatever. And, and, you know, now they're running because there was shooting going on. And then arrows from the sky came again. Then I saw from a perspective high above this, um, in the heavenlies, I guess, and I could see an angel hovering over this city. Um, and I've seen from this point of view before, uh, and I, I think now I understand that maybe this is in the heavenlies, I guess, but I could see the angel hovering over the city high up in the air and he has a scroll in his hand that is open. And then the Lord spoke and the Lord said, woe, woe, for the great and terrible day of the Lord has come. And then he said, it is for judgment. And later on, there's some additional words that he gave that come back to this thing about it is for judgment that I think may give more clarity to that. So from the perspective in the heavenlies that I could see, I could see other angels far, far off at a distance, also hovering. And I said um, that I thought that these were like the princes that are described in Daniel, you know, that have charge over certain cities or places. I could see one far in the distance from, from where I was with this first angel. And then, um, and then I heard Babylon the great has fallen. Um, again, I'm not sure what city this was. There are some cities that I thought of. Uh, I thought of Rome and Lebanon, and I thought of Tel Aviv. Um, I'm not saying that was any of those cities. Those are just cities that I thought of with what I was seeing, but the Lord didn't tell me specifically what city it was. Then I heard air raid sirens going off in the city. And then I saw uh, an explosion in this city, a huge fireball. Uh, white, like a nuclear bomb, white light consuming the towers and the buildings around it. I was seeing it from the deck of a ship, I think that battleship, and I could see the buildings falling and I could see the sailors on the deck of the ship and they were sad. They were distraught because they knew what this meant, this destruction they were seeing. Um, Maybe it was sailors from that city that was being destroyed and they were witnessing it, or maybe they were the ones responsible for the attack. I don't know. Um, then I saw something like a black curtain coming down from the heavenlies down to the land, uh, a shroud of darkness over a people, over a land. And I, I know it was a spiritual symbol um, and I think that it represents the veil that is over the, these people's eyes. And then I said, I think, I think it is over Israel. And then the Lord spoke. And this is what the Lord said. They cannot see until I remove the veil from their eyes. But I will pierce the veil. I will tear it asunder. As the curtain was torn in the temple, that they might have eyes to see that they might have ears to hear, that they might turn and be saved. 
but the devastation comes first. It is from judgment that eyes will see. When they see the devastation, then they will turn back to me. Then will the veil be lifted. Then they will know that they have been deceived. So then I saw the little prince, the tiny king who I've seen in several other visions, which I've recorded over the last couple of months. And this little prince, um, who I think represents the Antichrist, he has the edges of this black curtain and he's shaking the curtain out like you would shake out a tablecloth that you were setting on a table. And I said, he is the one who puts the veil over them. And then I thought, I thought of the words, the covenant with many. Um, and then I said that the attack is how they will know that they've been deceived. Then the Lord spoke again, and this is what the Lord said. And this is kind of the end, even as it's getting dark here. The Lord said, I will complete my work among these nations. When you see these things, know that the days are upon you. Many will weep, but I am he who works all things for the good of those who are called according to my purposes. Even in this, I will receive glory on the earth when their towers fall and the cities in which they trust are devastated, then they will turn to me. Those who are mine shall see my mighty hand at work among these nations. And then he said, tell them what you have seen and what you have heard. And so brothers and sisters, that is what I am trying to do to be faithful to deliver to you what he gave to me, um, just as he gave it to me without any, anything extra. Um, all right. That's all I got. Um, and I will see you guys the next time when I have something else to share. I pray you'll be blessed brothers and sisters. I pray you'll be watchful. You will prepare yourselves and, um, be blessed. Thank you, Brother Matt. Of course, I had to shoot him a quick email while that was going. Let him know that once again, he is not alone. We all have the crud. It sucks. So, let's start with a prayer. Dear God, please help us heal. We are servants, especially Mick and Brother Matt, work so hard to put out your messages, bring people to your path. Please help us heal so we can continue to do your good work. Dear God, I ask you, please, for the strength and energy to do anything today. Anything. To do what we need to do to prepare for your return. Dear God, I thank you 
for all of our friends and family, for all of those that journey down this path towards you. Thank you for preparing us for your return, physically and mentally and spiritually. Thank you for our animals who tell, teach us every day what it is to live for you alone. Thank you for our family. I hope everyone got some good time with their family this holiday season. Thank you for sending us your messengers, for caring about us. But most of all, God, thank you for life. Even if it's painful, thank you for life. And I'm so weak, I can barely even lift the Bible with one hand. I mean, it's heavy, but still. All right. And if you remember yesterday, we read about Solomon and the baby, right? Two women gave birth a day apart. Two sons. One of them accidentally smothered her child and he died. And so she swapped him with the other one, with the living one. And when the mother of the living baby woke up, she knew that the dead child wasn't hers. And they went to Solomon the king. And Solomon said, bring me a sword. Cut the living baby in half, then you can each have one. And the one woman said, go for it. And the other one said, no, 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 no. She can keep the baby. And Solomon knew that a true mother would not kill her baby even if she couldn't keep it. Because God gave Solomon a heart like no other. Wisdom. A sense of justice. So. The first book of Kings, chapter 4. So King Solomon was king over all Israel, and these were the princes which he had, Azariah, the son of Zadok, the priest, Elihoreph and Ahiah, the sons of Shisha, scribes, Jehoshaphat, the son of Aliad, the recorder, and Benaiah, the son of Jehodiah, was over the host. And Zadok and Abathar were the priests. And Azariah, the son of Nathan, was over the officers. And Zabud, the son of Nathan, was principal officer and the king's friend. And Ahishar was over the household. And Adoniram, the son of Abda, was over the tribute. And Solomon had 12 officers over all Israel, which provided victuals for the king and his household. 
each man his month in a year made provision. And these are their names, the son of Hur in Mount Ephraim, the son of Decker in Machaz and in Shalbim, and Beth Shemesh and Elon Beth Hanan, the son of Hesed in Arubath, to him pertained Sokoch and all the land of Hefer, the son of Abinadab in all the region of Dor, which had Tapheth, the daughter of Solomon, to wife. Bana, the son of Elud, to him pertained Tanakh and Megiddo, and all Beth Shean, which is by Zartan, Zartana, beneath Jezreel, from Beth Shean to Abel, Mahola, even unto the place that is beyond Jachneum, the son of Geber, and Ramath Gilead, to him pertained the towns of Jair, the son of Manasseh, which are in Gilead. To him also pertained the region of Argob, which is in Bashan, threescore great cities with walls and brazen bars. Ahinadab, the son of Edo, had Mahaniam. Ahimaz was in Naphtali. He also took Basmoth, the daughter of Solomon, to wife. Bana, the son of Hushai, was in Asher and in Alaf. Jehoshaphat, the son of Parua, in Issachar. Shimi, the son of Elah and Benjamin. Geber, the son of Uri, was in the country of Gilead, in the country of Sihon, king of the Amorites, and of Og, king of Bashan. And he was the only officer which was in the land. Judah and Israel were many, as the sand which is by the sea in multitude, eating and drinking and making merry. And Solomon reigned over all kingdoms from the river onto the land of the Philistines and onto the border of Egypt. And they brought presents and served Solomon all the days of his life. And Solomon's provisions for one day was 30 measures of fine flour and three score measures of meal, 10 fat oxen and 20 oxen out of the pastures and an hundred sheep besides hearts and roebucks and fallow deer and fatted fowl. For he had dominion over all the region on this side of the river, from Tipsha even to Aza, over all the kings on this side of the river, and he had peace on all sides round about him. And Judah and Israel dwelt safely, every man under his vine and under his fig tree, from Dan even to Beersheba, all the days of Solomon. And Solomon had 40,000 stalls of horses for his chariots and 12,000 horsemen. And those officers provided victual for King Solomon and for all that came unto King Solomon's table, every man in his month, they lacked nothing. Barley also and straw for the horses and dromedaries brought they unto the place where the officers were, every man according to his charge. And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding exceeding much and largeness of heart, even as the sand that is on the seashore. And Solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the children of the East Country and all the wisdom of Egypt. For he was wiser than all men, than Ethan the Ezrahite, than, and Heman, and Chalcol, and Darda, the sons of Mahol. And his fame was in all nations round about. And he spake 3,000 proverbs, and his songs were a 1,005. 
And he spake of trees from the cedar tree that is in Lebanon, even unto the hyssop that springeth out of the wall. He spake also of beasts and of fowl and of creeping things and of fishes. And there came of all people to hear the wisdom of Solomon from all kings of the earth, which had heard of his wisdom. Chapter 5 And Hiram, king of Tyre, sent his servants unto Solomon, for he had heard that they had anointed him king in the room of his father, for Hiram was ever a lover of David. And Solomon sent to Hiram, saying, Thou knowest how that David my father could not build an house unto the name of the Lord, his God, for the wars which were about him on every side, until the Lord put them under the soles of his feet. But now the Lord my God hath given me rest on every side, so that there is neither adversary nor evil occurrent. And behold, I purpose to build an house unto the name of the Lord my God. And the Lord spake unto David my father, saying, Thy son, whom I will set upon thy throne in thy room, he shall build an house unto my name. Now therefore command thou that they may hew me cedar trees out of Lebanon, and my servants shall be with thy servants, and unto thee I will give hire for thy servants according to all that thou shalt appoint. For thou knowest that there is not among us any that can skill to hew timber like unto the Sidonians. And it came to pass when Hiram heard the words of Solomon that he rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed be the Lord this day, which hath given unto David a wise son over this great people. And Hiram sent to Solomon, saying, I have considered the thing which thou sentest to me for, and I will do all thy desire concerning timber of cedar and concerning timber of fir. My servants shall bring them down from Lebanon onto the sea, and I will convey them by sea and floats unto the place that thou shalt appoint me, and will cause them to be discharged there, and thou shalt receive them, and thou shalt accomplish my desire in giving food for my household." So Hiram gave Solomon cedar trees and fir trees according to all his desire. And Solomon gave Hiram 20,000 measures of wheat for food to his household and 20 measures of pure oil. Thus Solomon, thus gave Solomon to Hiram year by year. And the Lord gave Solomon wisdom as he promised him. And there was peace between Hiram and Solomon. And they too made a league together. And King Solomon raised a levy out of all Israel and the levy was 30,000 men, and he sent them to Lebanon, 10,000 a month by courses. A month they were in Lebanon, and two months at home. And Adoniram was over the levy, and Solomon had threescore and 10,000 that bear burdens, and fourscore thousand hewers in the mountains, besides the chief of Solomon's officers, which were over the work, 3,300, which ruled over the people that wrought in the work. And the king commanded, and they brought great stones, costly stones, and huge stones to lay the foundation of the house. And Solomon's builders and Hiram's builders did hew them, and the stone squarers, so that they prepared timber and stones to build the house. No, Liana, I am not going to be going over time today. Mm. Chapter 6. And it came to pass in the 480th year after the children of Israel were come out of the land of Egypt in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel in the month Ziph, 
which is the second month, that he began to build the house of the Lord. And the house which King Solomon built for the Lord, the length thereof was threescore cubits, and the breadth thereof twenty cubits, and the height thereof thirty cubits. And the porch before the temple of the house, twenty cubits was the length thereof, according to the breadth of the house, and ten cubits was the breadth thereof before the house. And for the house he made windows of narrow lights, and against the wall of the house he built chambers round about, against the walls of the house round about, both of the temple and of the oracle, and he made chambers round about. The nethermost chamber was five cubits broad, and the middle was six cubits broad, and the third was seven cubits broad. For without in the wall of the house he made narrow rests round about, that the beams should not be fastened in the walls of the house. And the house, when it was in building, was built of stone made ready before it was brought thither. So that there was neither hammer nor axe, nor any tool of iron heard in the house while it was in building. The door for the middle chamber was in the right side of the house, and they went up with the winding stairs into the middle chamber, and out of the middle into the third. So he built the house and finished it, and covered the house with beams and boards of cedar, and then he built chambers against all the house, five cubits high, and they rested on the house with timber of cedar. And the word of the Lord came to Solomon, saying, Concerning this house which thou art in building, if thou wilt walk in my statutes and execute my judgments and keep all my commandments to walk in them, then I will perform my word with thee, which I spake unto David thy father. And I will dwell among the children of Israel and will not forsake my people Israel. So Solomon built the house and finished it. And he built the walls of the house within the boards of cedar, both the floor of the house and the walls of the ceiling. And he covered them on the inside with wood and covered the floor of the house with planks of fir. And he built 20 cubits on the sides of the house, both the floor and the walls with boards of cedar. He even built them for it within, even for the oracle, even for the most holy place. And the house that is, the temple before it, was 40 cubits long. And the cedar of the house within was carved with knobs and open flowers. All was cedar. There was no stone seen. And the oracle he prepared in the house within to set there the ark of the covenant of the Lord. And the oracle was in the forepart, was 20 cubits in length and 20 cubits in breadth and 20 cubits in height thereof. And he overlaid it with pure gold and so covered the altar, which was of cedar. So Solomon overlaid the house within with pure gold, and he made a partition by the chains of gold before the oracle, and he overlaid it with gold. And the whole house he overlaid with gold until he had finished all the house. Also the whole altar that was by the oracle he overlaid with gold. And within the oracle he made two cherubims of olive trees, each ten cubits high, and five cubits was the one wing of the cherub, and five cubits was the other wing of the cherub. From the uttermost part of the one wing onto the uttermost part of the other were ten cubits. And the other cherub was ten cubits. Both the cherubim were of one measure and one size. The height of the one cherub was ten cubits, and so was it of the other cherub. And he set the cherubim within the inner house, and they stretched forth the wings of the cherubim, so that the wing of the one touched the one wall, and the wing of the other cherub touched the other wall. And their wings touched one another in the midst of the house. And he overlaid the cherubims with gold. And he carved all the walls of the house round about with carved figures of cherubims 
and palm trees and open flowers within and without, and the floor of the house he overlaid with gold within and without. And for the entering of the oracle, he made doors of olive tree. The lintel and the side posts were a fifth part of the wall. The two doors also were of olive tree, and he carved upon them carvings of cherubims and palm trees and open flowers, and overlaid them with gold and spread gold upon the cherubims and upon the palm trees. So also made he for the door of the temple posts of olive tree, a fourth part of the wall. And the two doors were of fir tree, and the two leaves of the one door were folding, and the two leaves of the other door were folding. And he carved thereon cherubims and palm trees and open flowers and covered them with gold fitted upon the carved work. And he built the inner court with the three rows of hewed stone and a row of cedar beams. In the fourth year was the foundation of the house of the Lord laid in the month Ziph. And in the eleventh year, in the month Bull, which is the eighth month, was the house finished throughout in all the parts thereof and according to all the fashion of it. So was he seven years in building it. All right. So we'll finish up there for today. Liana's coming up next over on pill.net. Um, go check her out. Like I said, I doubt we will be doing a Patriot Party podcast tonight. Because, uh, yeah, Mick is where I was three days ago, and I was almost dead three days ago. So it's about where we're at. Please keep us in your prayers for healing. Anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful, blessed day. And uh, we'll see you on the flip side. Thanks for listening, y'all. May God keep you safe in the shadow of his wing until he returns. Peace. Crazy baby, chill, don't medicate, just meditate You waking up now, well baby, you hella late Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate Accelerate, find your inner hunger like you never ate Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming, cue for heaven's sake Violence that they demonstrate, instigate and penetrate The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate My fighters ain't no featherweight Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force Forcing us to sit and wait Till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate Marching on these streets of blood Till I see the golden gates Troubadour and troubled souls One of God's servants Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpent oh, one day I hope you see the truth This puppet show stays on because of you
swallow, just digested. Suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. Deflected by some breaking news, always just accepted. Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. Credit in the testament, these children are protected. So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic. Refuse to be directed, blind, not a sheep. Only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet. Uh, silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street. I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it on the cheek. Uh, drink from a glass half full, I'm optimistic. People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious. Praying for assistance to overcome my position, or I'm gonna start resisting and then I pray for forgiveness. This puppet show stays on because of you.